Hello, this is Ryan Fritz with Science of Cardio, delivering the latest and greatest and the pros and cons of exercise science. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are talking about the similarities and differences of strength training or resistance training and cardiovascular exercise. I'm going to jump right into it. We're going to start out with the similarities of cardiovascular exercise and resistance or strength training. Both of them increase blood flow. They are vasodilators. So your arteries expand to supply more blood and oxygen to your cells and your tissues. They both also are stimuluses to the nerves muscles and tissues. Hormones or involve hormone releases because of the stimuli to the tissues, muscles, and nerves. They also both create muscle contractions which create movements in your body. And then the last thing that I want to kind of address is both strength training and cardiovascular exercise require application of force. So you're applying force to propel your body when you're running or walking, or you're applying force to a weight or a barbell, a dumbbell, a cable, a band to overcome inertia and move the weight or the mass. Stress is what we do or exercise, strength training and cardiovascularly we put stress on your body. So that stress is what causes this increase in blood flow, the fatigue on your nervous system, your muscle system, and your tissues. They influence your hormone systems, which increases cortisol, epinephrine, adrenaline, some different hormones in your body, human growth hormone, testosterone. Those all are influenced by challenging or stressing your body and we do this by applying forces into objects or trying to use muscle contractions to propel ourselves or move a mass or weight. So the differences between strength training and cardiovascular exercises are the amount of force we apply. So with strength training, we apply an extreme amount of force to move heavier weights. And in cardiovascular exercise, we are more conservative or we save and try to apply minimal efforts into something to keep sustainable. Running a marathon is very different than running a 100 meter sprint. 100 meter sprint requires a lot more force and we get into physics and we are pushing more force to propel ourselves faster. As we go longer and longer distance, we have to use different energy systems and we need to use different fuel sources so our body slows down so that we can get enough oxygen into our body and sustain that pace. The intensity for strength training and cardiovascular exercises are opposites on the spectrum. Strength training is, you know, 85, 90, 95% max effort, extremely hard and challenging or vigorous. And cardiovascular exercise can be somewhere between 60 and maybe 80% effort. So a little less or more of a moderate type of challenge or stress on your body 
and your body can sustain that a little bit longer or have enough oxygen in the bloodstream and use your mitochondria to complete the task that you're asking it to do. So also the other big difference with strength training and cardiovascular exercise is the repetitions. When you think about you know lifting heavy weights, you might do three, four, five reps with a lot of weight. And with cardiovascular exercises, you may be doing hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of repetitions with just your body weight. So again, polar opposites on the spectrum, your body will adjust for what it needs. If you need to move a heavy mass, it will use a certain energy system to produce a lot of force and will use your muscles more. For endurance or long distance or a long time of energy usage, your body will use more of the mitochondria and it will use different fuel sources and different energy systems to sustain that challenge or stress to your body. Finally, the big difference between strength training and cardiovascular exercise is the adaptation. So if you were to lift heavy weights or boulders or lift heavy objects frequently throughout the week, your body's going to over time, over weeks and months, adapt to being able to apply that force and move that heavy resistance or those boulders or heavy weights. Same thing with cardiovascular exercise. Your body's going to adapt differently. Your body is going to be able to hold more oxygen in the cell. It's going to have more of an endurance type of adaptation. You're going to be able to run further and longer, and your body will improve the mitochondrial density to hold that oxygen and be able to equip you so that you have better endurance. Use it or lose it. There is a training principle called use it or lose it. If you are not using your muscles or your nervous system, then your body loses the ability. And that's where you see declines in muscle strength and cardiovascular endurance. So use it or lose it. You have to maintain tissues, cells, organs, muscles. Respiration is a complex and complicated thing when it comes to strength and cardiovascular exercise. There are muscles that cause or affect your lungs and the ability to bring oxygen in and push carbon dioxide out. So the lung muscles create movement. And that muscle contraction allows air to go in and out of our body. And it's more of a systematic thing. A lot of people think of, well, I got to do my strength training one day and my cardiovascular another day. Or they have this thought that they're two separate things. So lung muscle movement gets tricky because you have muscle contractions. So you would think that that would be a muscle system thing. But if we breathe all day long, it's a sustainable or more of a muscular endurance thing. Our body does what it needs to do and it adjusts and adapts. We need to challenge those muscles involved with breathing. So like your intercostals, your diaphragm, there are exercises you can do to work on those that improve the contraction and help you, you know, bring more air in and more oxygen or carbon dioxide out. The muscle, cardiovascular, and pulmonary systems work all together. As we have more carbon dioxide in our body and we need more oxygen, your heart rate goes up, breathing increases, you get more oxygen in, it pumps it through your body. So all these systems work together 
and the muscles create the rib contractions and expansions and that gets those chemicals in and out of our body. The question is, is cardiovascular exercise a cardiopulmonary thing or is it a muscle thing? And I think it's both. Again, our body is a perfect machine that it adapts and adjusts and does what it needs to do to get the job done. Your body uses or kind of goes back and forth between what system it needs. So we need to think of the human body more systematically of how are we challenging it and what is the purpose of the challenge that we're doing and also look at the full spectrum of our challenges and make sure that we're getting kind of both ends of that spectrum. Some solutions to these two similarities and differences with strength training and cardiovascular. We need to do both of these stressors and we need to challenge our max intensity strength force production system or AKA muscle system. And we also need to challenge our mitochondria, our cellular level, our oxygen usage and efficiency systems, more of the chemical and the cellular systems. So we need to challenge these frequently and regularly to maintain those two systems optimally. Another thing that we need to think about with strength training and cardiovascular exercise is be thoughtful about the modalities or the type of exercise that you're using. I would suggest that you change your modalities frequently. So some other alternatives to walking and running might be biking or swimming, rowing or kayaking, canoeing. You can do a HIT high intensity interval training. So you're doing circuits with weights. It's pretty demanding. You can also do hiking, vertical walking where you're climbing up a mountain. Hill running is a great challenge as far as intensity goes. You can get away with doing less repetitions but you have that high intensity. So the key is reducing the repetitions, but keeping the intensity or challenge. So be thoughtful about that, and I'll give you some recommendations here. Some other ideas or suggestions or thoughts is you don't have to do traditional strength training. You can do what's called isometric strength training. This is where you're holding maybe your body weight, or you're holding a weight or a dumbbell, a barbell, or a pull-up for a length of time. So an example of that would be doing a wall squat, maybe a pull-up hold, a plank, a push-up, isometric. This saves the joints and we don't put a lot or as many repetitions or movements at the joints by holding. So an example would be doing a push-up isometric. You would get into a push-up position, you do one repetition and then you'd hold at kind of that low position you still get that nerve, muscle, and tissue challenge and also that adaptation over time, but you don't have the repetitions on the joints. So I have a saying, I always say, save your joints, save your knees. So this is a great way to implement or kind of use alternative methods to still get these things that we need to do to maintain muscle movement and our cellular health, but being more scientific, having a thoughtful and a science approach to stressing our body in the hopes that we can create adaptations in the muscular and cellular endurance. 
systems. So recommendations have a plan or you can do what's called a scientific progression, which is also known as a periodization model. This is being thoughtful and planning out, okay, this is what I'm gonna do over the next three weeks or a couple months. We can use this to our advantage to save our joints and get the optimal benefit out of strength training, resistance training, or cardiovascular exercise. I use, or Science of Cardio uses a method that we call Fritz Training System, and that is something that I've developed over the last couple of years with kind of being able to hit both sides of the spectrum with the cardiovascular challenges and the muscular or the strength and resistance challenges. The example of Fritz training system is I recommend people do one time a week where they're isometric holding exercises for strength. I also recommend doing heavy dynamic strength training or resistance training once a week. In addition to that, you should be doing one time a week of interval cardiovascular challenges, which might be fast running and then walking or sprinting and jogging, but doing interval kind of fast, slow intervals to challenge that maximal kind of breathing, stroke volume, heart challenges, pulmonary cardiovascular systems. I recommend doing one day a week where you do a steady state or a long slope distance cardiovascular challenge. So an example would be, you know, hopping on the bike for 20 minutes, staying at the same pace, going for a walk or a light jog, same pace or intensity the whole time. So your body needs to have these types of challenges. Again, these kind of go on all of the spectrums or you cover all your bases with these challenges. And then if you're kind of an ambitious person or you want another day or another challenge a week, I recommend doing one light movement or a range of motion with your joints or corrective exercises. So some examples might be doing some finger, neck, toes, ankle, strengthen challenges. Also, Tai Chi, yoga, meditation, um, these types of things. Another useful tool that I have found is breathing. There are a lot of different breathing techniques and things that you can work on to improve your cardiovascular system. So again, all of these tools that I have found over the years, um, I've had some clients that have been you know, paralyzed or not able to move. You can work on and improve your breathing, your lung capacity, your mitochondria through doing breathing techniques or exercises. You can use machines or walls or objects to push or apply force into with minimal equipment. You can use walking as a tool to stay in shape on the cellular level. And then you have the higher intensities with the heavier loads with strength training and then the kind of faster speeds at cardiovascular conditioning. These are all very important things. Again, we should be doing these on a weekly basis. Uh, we do not have to run three times or five, six times a week in order to maintain fitness and stay in shape. Um, I did an experiment at the end of 2019 into 2020 where I played around with walking, isometric strength training, and fasting or intermittent fasting, 
and I was able to lose about 10 pounds. So that is non-traditional or unconventional types of nutrition or diet, strength training, and cardiovascular exercise. But there are pros and cons to how we exercise. So again, my mindset or thought process is how can we save our joints from wearing and tearing them down over time, but also maintain optimal health on the muscle system and the cellular systems. So hopefully this was insightful. I appreciate your time, your effort. Please listen to our podcasts. We have some really neat things on uh, Spotify and also on iTunes. Our next discussion is going to be about sauna science. So thanks for listening and have a great one. Thank you.